Welcome, everyone, to Season 5, Episode 9 of Kicks to the Castle. This is a podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that Disney lifestyle. As Walt would say, to all those who listen to this happy, happy podcast, welcome. My name is James, and I will be your host this week, covering for John. I am joined by Matt. I was going to say, John, you look a little different today. What's going on, guys? And Ruby. <laughs> Hey, everybody. We have a great show planned for you this week. We are going to catch up with some news items. Then we've got our fit of the week uh, in World versus Land. We will be going to, we'll be talking about restaurants in downtown Disney versus Disney Springs. Then Ruby will share a plant-based option. Not going to catch up with anybody because it's just us three this week. So first, we're going to talk about pickups. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, rule. Baby girl, watch how you move. What? So this week, uh, this week's hits and misses, not just shoes, can be anything uh, Disney sneaker related. So uh, let's start with Matt. Do you have any pickups this week? I'm glad you went with me first because, man, I'm still dry. I, I'm glad I still have a job here. But <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you guys probably won't see anything from me until the White Cement 3s. But uh, yep. Ruby, what you got? <laughs> yeah, Ruby. All right. I'll go. So I did finally get some stuff in the mail. You got so mail. It's been nice. So I am really digging the whole like things not selling out immediately, having access to things, picking them up even after drop day. So um, I got these 13s. They're the black, red, and white. The, and I got them in the kid size. So they were significantly cheaper for me. Um, they're just like a classic Jordan and I don't have any 13s. So I feel like I always love these ones because the, the leather on them just is like tumbled and looks really nice. It's just like a nice classy looking sneaker. Um, I especially like wearing these with a sweatsuit or I like when I see other people wearing them with like a Nike sweatsuit and I have a lot of those. So um, these were really easy for me to cop. I feel like you could probably still get them now for retail. Um, super comfortable. I do tend to toggle between a kid seven and a men's seven and a half. And I didn't know how these would fit. So I was hoping that the kid seven would be good enough for me and, and I wouldn't have to return them. And I'm happy to say that they are perfect fitting. So I do, I know now I can buy other 13s in a kid size, which I said is like significantly cheaper. So this is one that I've been waiting on. Um, I don't know why Nike shipping was a little bit longer. Another pair that's sitting Ooh. around, Jordan 1 Laney's. Hi, um, obviously y'all know I'm a Warriors girl. So plan to wear these with my Warriors jersey. I, I was like, I hope I have no problem getting these. Didn't have any problem at all. You can even get them now. Yeah, I like that yeah. they have the red on the um, tongue for the Nike tag. I feel like they could have not done that, but I do like it. Um, but yeah, they feel really nice. The leather on them is good. And I have my Disneyland Warriors jersey. So I feel like these are gonna be like a fit that I definitely wear probably pretty frequently in the summer. Just cause- Shout, out park, shout out park friends, right? Yes, love their jerseys. I know someone was asking about 
like the they mostly have baseball but they definitely have mm. hockey and basketball jerseys we were, yeah we were talking about the discord and yeah uh, all their jerseys and, are are like very good quality from my perspective so highly recommend them and i love that you can like get them custom with your name on them so that is my second <laughs> pickup and then so ruby week for sure like last but not least ooh. okay oh you got them early what oh you got the early drop i did oh I dang that was fast yeah, yeah it was fast so, like i said the other two they took a while to ship and normally i get nike shipping pretty fast so uh these are the jordan 3 white cements i did get them on the shock drop so i was pretty excited about that um i Ooh. have found that with shock drops or exclusive access i got the lost and founds with the exclusive access and the these um shock drop other people i know that got the shock drop are having issues with the sneakers app i go through the browser when i get those and i don't have issues and the issues that i heard people were having was it was like declining their payment saying there was like a payment issue and that's the issue i've had in the past so that's why i started using the browser during those and I don't run into any issues. So I don't know if that so, will help anybody else, but. So we don't have the app up here. We only have the we only have desktop version, um, but in the app, is there Apple Pay? Is that maybe- There is it, Apple Pay. That's maybe why they run into the air. Sometimes that happens, right? So uh, it happens with Apple Pay, but it also happens with credit card. Because oh, okay. I so had my credit card saved in there for the a previous one and I kept getting the error no matter what. I went through browser, got in in a second. So these, I didn't even try going through the app. As soon as I saw it, I went straight into the browser and I got them. So I was like shocked I got them because I was sleeping in. I was supposed to already be up like 30 minutes before this. And I was like, I'm just gonna sleep in. And then my stupid ass phone kept buzzing because it wasn't on do not disturb anymore and it was buzzing because of these and so i was like what is buzzing and i was so glad i like looked yeah at they it. dropped out 11 23 what is uh, that your time 8 23 yeah, yeah. so um yeah they're super nice obviously just a beautiful shoe um, look at that I look at that beautiful elephant print on the toe box john john and i have this discussion about the uh the change in the elephant print on the toe box with how thin it is yeah um because last year they fixed it so like the fire red threes and then the uh, dark iris like the purple uh, white and purple pair if you yeah. notice like if you look at your black cement threes from 20, 2016 is that when it came out 2018 yeah, 2018 and you can yeah. see there's like a like how thick the uh, elephant print is comparatively to yeah, it's thick. Yeah, it's thick. Oh yeah, thick with three C's. Girl, you're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Oh, uh, <laughs> that and is so much thicker. Yeah, it's yeah. a huge difference. But that's like all of them, like all of them except for now. Don't quote me because I'm sure Sean Collard. Um, but yeah, like if you notice, like the elephant print on the original pairs are like this, but like almost all the past ones are like thick elephant print that's all you i know. got for you for now I'll that's it to... come on i'm just kidding uh for me i have a pair that no one probably really cares about especially not john i'll say that oh. so it's the <laughs> sean weatherspoon uh or ketro uh so this is a a model that adidas released last year i wasn't a fan of it just because like it's a very like 90s a6 aesthetic type thing 
Um, but I, what I like is like the details. So the corduroy. No, there's no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, is there corduroy? In it? Yeah, right here. Like on the like it's black, so you can't really tell. Like so, like the yeah, all the black is corduroy. But yeah, like just like little details, like SW there, and you know the SW logo there. Like I don't know, it's just a wild, colorful pair, just like every single Sean Weatherspoon shoe, and I love them. I don't care. Surprisingly, these are the. I think it's the only pair of Adidas Sean Weatherspoons that are going for over retail. They're like a hundred. I think they're a hundred and like twenty, hundred and thirty bucks Canadian over retail, which is whatever, like eighty bucks, hundred bucks over retail in the U.S. Which is a cool surprise. I, I they were they were hyped up like in sense of what what uh, Adidas is hyped up nowadays. To be honest, I think a lot of people were surprised because I thought they were gonna be more than just like a, a Adidas confirmed because that's all they did is Adidas confirmed and that's it. So they were only available in uh, like UK, Germany, US, Canada. You, uh, you know, the countries that have confirmed. I love Sean Weatherspoon shoes. I cannot wait for the Gazelle that is going to be my wedding not my wedding shoot but like for going to weddings i think it's 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 a cool i was shoot. gonna say i was like wait are you ready married? <laughs> i've been married a long time 10 years wow that is a long time well i think that's it for pickups but uh yeah so uh so i guess next we'll do newsies newsies so newsy or this segment we talk about uh, the news and everything that happens in the sneaker or some things that happen in the sneaker and Disney community. Ruby, why don't we start off with you today? Sure. So I randomly came across these today. They are the Clownfish Air Force Ones. They are not technically related to Disney or Finding Nemo at all, but they do have a little clownfish on the back of them. And it is this year, the 20th anniversary of Finding Nemo. So even though they're not technically related, cute little happy accident there, if you will, probably not an accident. They, I think they're really cute. I like bright orange things. I don't see anything about adult sizing. So I think they might only be for kids. Maybe I can get a big kid's pair. I don't even know if they'll have them for that. The orange also, the details on it on the back, it looks like have little like wave or like fin marks, which I think is cool. And I don't know if it's like a hologramish or not. It kind of looks like it might be. And then the swoosh has little like water bubbles around it with little fish on the tongue. But yeah, I think I thought this was just cute being Disney and sneakers is what we talk about this. And this seems like a little homage to Finding Nemo, which is one of the movies that I love. Uh, shout out to P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I thought, I just think these are cute. What do you guys think? I think it would be really funny if uh, Disney were to uh, sue them. <laughs> Nike's been suing yeah. everyone. So imagine if Disney were like, mm, excuse me, we have to deal with Adidas, not you. <laughs> I know. I was like, this gonna like say this is not finding nemo they're just gonna be like our clownfish is fatter or something <laughs> yeah well especially in the sneaker news poster whichever it says like the finding nemo like it's hilarious like we know that's what it is like everyone yeah. knows but 
I don't know. I don't think Disney's going to exhaust themselves with that. It's not worth it. It's a kid's... I think maybe if it was a wider release outside of kids, maybe they probably would have done something. But we all know if it was an adult sizing, it's not like Hello Kitty. It would be going to the bargain sales rack because no one would understand it except for Disney people. Yeah. Like, I feel like these would be so great for like Halloween, Nemo, Disney bound look. That would be so I think they look really... Like, I feel like... My wife, my wife does not wear running shoes, but I feel like she'd, she'd buy those and wear them. Yeah, they're, I think they're cute. All right. Well, next up on my newsies, Magic Band Plus interactions at Disneyland for the Disney 100 decorations. This is pretty cool. I, when I was at Disney World, I had my Magic Band on, which wasn't really that useful to me there because my ticket wasn't linked to it but I had just worn it and I went past one of the like the Coco statue and it did something and I didn't realize right away that it was related to my magic band and then I was like that's weird why is my magic band doing that and then I seen a little kid come up and like purposely do it and I was like oh it is doing something so I think that's cool it kind of reminds me of at uh Universal Studios the wands how you can do magic with the wands you're saying it wrong it's Leviosa not Leviosa I mean that's a little bit cooler than just walking up something and hearing some noise but I feel like they need this at Disneyland because the magic bands really feel like I bring mine with me every time but I kind of feel like a little underwhelmed by having it and I I see them come out with new designs and I like want to get more than one to have different designs but it's so hard for me to spend that money because I feel like what does it even do so I feel like if they can incorporate more interaction then that will make people want to wear it more so I'm excited to go check it out and hear what sounds happen or or see which decorations are set up with this so yeah I just thought that was interesting that they're adding this because I did think that was cute when I was at Disney World do you guys use your band to interact with them at all or the kids James well, I don't even have a Magic Band Plus yet, but because I, I I really wear Magic Bands anyways, because I always forget them. But yeah. um, but I have friends that do, and like I mean I like they tell me that it's like sometimes it's like hard to like get the the Magic Band to work. Like you really gotta like shake your hand, um, or like yeah, like twist your hand. And I heard they like they like drain your battery too on the Magic Band Plus, like. If, if you definitely go through and like actually use like the, or like go to like the statues or whatever, your magic band definitely won't last the whole day. That's so interesting that you yeah. say that because when I was at Disney <clears throat> and I was messing with those statues in Epcot and then later when I was at Hollywood Studios, I tried to use my magic band for my photo pass and it was dead and i was like yep. oh that's weird and i thought i was like maybe i just didn't charge it but i was pretty sure i had charged it but i was like i don't know no the batteries are terrible on them so that could They're vary bad. why because i really don't use mine here that often so i never have a problem with it running out but hmm that's interesting to know yeah that's interesting. like so i i don't have a magic band plus i we we always get magic bands we have the grit like the gray ones were the ones that were given to us all the time because we stay on Disney property. So for us, it, I understand like as a local, like especially for you, Matt, like it doesn't make sense to have a magic band because you're just walking in the park and you use your credit card or whatever. I, I, we like having magic bands. So last time we were there, we got the 50th ones, Kate and I, so we got 
um, but we didn't do the plus. I don't find them to be, I don't know. I, I think it's gimmicky. I get why they have them. Again, it's cool for the interaction. I think it's better for kids, to be honest, yeah. because that interaction and they're not going to use it that much. And if it goes dead, then it doesn't matter because everything's linked to your regular. Like Kate and I have our own magic bands. They don't need batteries. They'll work every single time. Everything's linked to them. But it, I think it's just one of those things that they wanted to elevate it, the experience. And I think they did that. I just, I don't feel the need for it to up, upgrade mine for no reason. But yeah, I could uh, see that. I don't yeah. even know. I don't think we have the regular ones here at you all. You don't. I think no. that was the no. issue. You yeah. guys talked about it. And I'm just like, that's so weird. I feel like when you guys didn't have it, like, cause you guys were talking about when you guys like had tickets and stuff and like, for, I don't even remember the last time I had something that wasn't a Magic Band ticket that I walk in and I just go, finger this and the fingerprint and that's it, right? And go in. And I still remember like, yeah, like a year or two ago, you guys were talking about, oh yeah, you still gotta scan this. And I'm like, what? We talking about you guys scan that. Another reason why Disney World's better, just saying. <laughs> I don't know about that. You've literally <laughs> never been here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Next year. We are planning on going next year. All right, Matt, what do you got? All right. First up, I got the Nike SB Air Drone 4 Sailpine Green. They actually have a release date for March 20th. I think these are hellfire. I don't even think they have this colorway at all as a Jordan 4. No, um, do not. But, uh, but yeah, I think these are hell cool. I don't know how they're gonna make i mean i guess maybe like the zoom air insole um and pro probably make them a little lighter the article that i found where it said like i think it was a soul savvy article where it said like how does nike make the air jordan 4 and sb it wasn't very clear on it <laughs> like uh, it just showed like the, it's just the, the uh like they're putting sb on the back and then instead of uh like the new buck or whatever like you know like the gray part of it like on the shoe yeah. like the white it's just that because sb uses suede so that's suede as far as i know like i think there's like a zoom insert or something for sure yeah but like, they have to because all nike sb has the well not all of them but most of them have the the zoom insert with that little yeah. squishy thing on the heel but yeah i think these are really cool um this is probably another sneaker on my radar or it is a sneaker on my radar for sure. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's pretty cool to see another Jordan on the SB list. I think they have like, obviously they have Jordan 1s, they have Jordan 1 Lows. I can't think of any other Jordan where they actually made it into SB besides Jordan 1s. These are nice. I like them a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going for these. I'm a, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, ever since like when, like, so I love like that, I love green, like on shoes. I think they look really good. Uh, just in general, especially like the, the contrast that they have with the the white, the green, and like the gray suede. I, I do like the gray suede hit because it kind of like, it's a I neutral do. color, but it pops, if that makes sense. It's very like prominent on the shoe. Um, I think the sale sold me on it too. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of sale. Yeah. And there's a sale on the shoe. Yeah. It's dirty the, path. The gray and the sale and everything, it makes it so that it's not so like white because I, yeah. you know, I don't like when everything's so white. So I think just even the gray up front helps break it up. So I don't feel like, oh, this is just like a stark clean white shoe. And I think it just looks really nice. Another thing um, I like about these, um, the the fours is that they have a gum sole or on the heel and the toe. Uh -huh. um, in the skate, in the skating world yeah. or skateboarding world, like gum sole is like huge. When I skated, like I liked getting gum soles because they last longer. 
um because like the grip tape can tear your soul apart and gum soul your last a lot longer so that's pretty cool that they added gum to this such a great hit i love i like gum soul yeah they look good too but yeah and um all right and some disney news that i got for you guys is uh, apparently there's gonna be a post-show experience sponsored by enterprise at the exit of tron light cycle run at magic kingdom who knows what that's gonna be i don't know i um, it's enterprise so they're probably gonna persuade you to rent a car there is a, a enterprise uh right next to magic kingdom so i don't know maybe there's like special discount to like rent a car there but I don't know. Uh, um, I was reading the comments on this post and they're saying like, oh, probably because they need to make up for how short Tron is. That's uh, what I was going to say. Had, like a show. Short. So I was yeah. thinking maybe they're using this to make up for that. Head over to Enterprise and say the word Tron. I check it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or get 10% off. <laughs> yeah, or maybe it'd be something like... You could drive um, for hours. <laughs> maybe it's something like test track where you can see like instead of like gm cars or yeah. i don't know you can see like enterprise makes no sense to me but whatever it's yeah. whoever forks up the most amount of money they don't care yeah it has, has nothing to do with enterprise probably it's just like a post-show tron that's it there's no way there's anything to do with an enterprise like in the post-show makes no sense <laughs> i do feel like this is to make up for how short the ride is because i i mean i've heard that basically from everyone this was like, oh, it was fun. It was really short. Yep. It is very short. <laughs> and lastly, a bonus Disney news. Flower and Garden opened today. Or yeah, today, right? Yeah, today. Okay. And uh, uh, apparently they came out with these Figment Flower and Garden lounge flies, which like sold out in seconds. Um, There's this viral video on Twitter where literally like um, someone posted and like everyone was grabbing like three or four at a time. And this lady at the end um, was like recording herself about to get one. And she, as soon as she grabs one, they're all gone, which is crazy. Who knows? It's kind of funny are... because she clearly spent like the extra like 10 to 15 seconds setting up her phone before going in. And those 10 to 15 seconds kind of screwed her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Or, well, she could have good content still because she's like, look what happened to me at Epcot. Some like Disney YouTuber that they got to right hand. It was so, lounge fly. I mean, this happened. There's probably like what, maybe like 20 bags on there. Like there had to have been more. They're gonna restock. Yeah, they're like yeah. if you go to the front, they'd be like, yeah, we have 800 more in the back. <laughs> yeah, probably. Sure, that's ridiculous. I mean, I feel like I hate videos like that because you're just like seeing. Like, and then some people don't even seem like they're literally looking at what they're buying. They're just like. Oh, people are just grabbing this off the shelf. Like, I need to grab this off the shelf. And I'm just like, you literally didn't even look at what you're just like shoving five of them into a basket. It's like that to me is just such insane behavior. Like, I would literally never do that. And even if you wanted to like sell one, I guess. I mean, first of all, this just seems like way too much work for a lounge fly. And then like just at least like look at it. At least pretend to be interested in what you're buying. <laughs> at least you are like like zombies just like what's happening here it's Looks like pre-pandemic uh black friday so yeah just like that like people just which is ridiculous like you said just, like, ah, i can buy everything I'm like okay like what i don't know also what's crazy too is that um for like a hype item like that um like they still don't do like mobile orders for that because i mean like they they have implemented mobile orders on like some popcorn buckets and like some items 
um, like magnets or like the figment popcorn bucket, for example, um, that got into a uh, mobile order. But like, I feel like, I don't know, with like, they know that with some items, it's still going to be hype um, and people are still going to act like that and just grab whatever they can. And it's crazy how like they just, I don't know, not saying that they don't care, but how like they don't think about having like a more, I guess, organized way of, of people buying it. So it doesn't go like crazy. Yeah. But let's be, let's be honest, same as Nike with like a release, right? They don't really care who gets them. Like they talk about bot protection, but there's no bot protection in Nike. There's no way. Like it's, it's very different. Like boutiques, they have to have bot protection because they know that X, Y, Z in the community is going to go after them because bots ate them up. But Nike and Disney, very similar. They don't care as long as they sell it. They don't try to say that they care, but they don't. They're just like, oh, looks like they're sold out. Put more out, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, that's all I got this week. James, what do you got? Cool. Yeah. So we're recording some March 1st, which is the start of Air Max month. Shout out to Irv, Mr. Air Max himself. Um, and yeah, so this week, uh, two of the bigger releases, they're not big, but like big for Air Max month. First, I, I have two just because they're both releasing this weekend, apparently. Um, the first pair is the Shima Shima Air Max One. Shima Shima, if you don't know the background, backstory behind it, uh, they re-released the Air Trainer One back in the fall. I think they're still sitting, they're sitting up here. The Shima Shima colorway was basically just different tones of brown. Uh, the original shoe was a 2003 Air Max One with, again, a bunch of tonal uh, brown upper suede, like a white midsole and a, and a brown uh, sole at the bottom. At the time, they were only released uh, in Asia and Canada exclusively, which is quite interesting. This pair is nothing like the original pair other than the uh, in inside of the shoe, uh, it's a similar pattern. It's like a stripe pattern, like brown, dark brown, light brown. But the shoe itself is an OG color blocking. So we'll replace the red or the blue on the anniversary pairs with brown, basically. That's what you got. Um, I think it's a great looking shoe. Uh, I think it's very clean, classic looking, kind of go with everything because it's pretty simple. White, uh, light gray, brown pretty standard Air Max one, which is a classic silhouette all in itself, but yeah. And then the other pair, which is the Air Max one Corduroy, John's favorite, right? I think John said he's gonna pick these up for sure. Uh, nice grabber blue uh, Corduroy. Nothing says Weekends with Walt like that pair, right? But uh, yeah, I think I really like the this pair. I like corduroy. Um, I think it's a it's a great looking shoe, and it's about time that they brought out a corduroy shoe since Sean Weatherspoon's original '971. I think it's quite interesting. It's taken them this long to put corduroy on on an Air Max again. But I like this pair uh, more than the brown pair for sure. They definitely remind me of. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the. Uh, the Nike SB uh, Dunk, uh, the t the blue taxis, those remind me of these a lot. I mean, I guess because they're not corduroy, they're they're leather, but the the shade of blue um, definitely looks exactly like that. But um, yeah, these are these are dope. I definitely like the the corduroy and the the hint of blue. But wasn't uh, Sean Witherspoon's uh, that was like rumored to come out? It was supposed to be a '97, right? It was. It's a '97 upper, but still, yeah. just. I just said Air Max, but yeah, I would say these are a must cop in any other time, but there are way too many shoes coming yeah. out in March 
I need to pass on both of these. Can we just have a short conversation on how ridiculous this month is for releases that I, I would say there's like, if I had unlimited money, there's at least 10 pairs I probably want this month, but that's not happening. But I don't know if you guys think it's a little bit of overload. I wish they kind of dispersed it a little more <laughs> throughout the year. I get it's Air Max month, but the Jordans that are releasing are also yeah like fire, like SB, SB4 is like, come on, white cement threes. Like don't yeah. release it during Air Max month. Wait till April, May, June. That's my, I, I, again, they don't care, but I think they should just do all Air Max releases and just like push the Jordan releases to disperse it a little more. But yeah, that's true. Ruby's like, it's yeah. okay. I'll, 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 you can live vicariously through me, James. <laughs> well, I'll live vicariously through Ken, who will just purchase everything. <laughs> I don't know how he, Adrian's going to do the same thing. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Those two, man. I, I think they have a black card and they just don't pay it ever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for Newsies. Uh, right. Now we're going to switch gears to Fit of the Week. Every You're week. not going to do... uh going to do your flower and... Oh, coffee. shoot. All right, edit it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, next. So my Disney news is... Uh, so because it's March 1st, it is the start of the Topiaries, Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. So for me, it is the reason... One of the reasons why I, Epcot is my favorite park uh, is because of Flower and Garden and Food and Wine. The two, those two festivals, to me, are just... The, the way the parks are, the park is set up, no matter which one, it's just beautiful. The flower, like flowers at both are, are amazing. Uh, but the topiaries are kind of one of those art pieces that are just made of, if, if anyone that's listening who hasn't seen it, they're made of flowers basically. And it, it's just beautiful. So the one that I'm focusing on uh, are the Encanto ones. We love Encanto, John doesn't. We love Encanto. <laughs> But uh, seeing them, it's just, it makes sense too, right? Because of Isabel, right? Like she had a ton of, like her power was flowers, right? So it's uh, it's pretty cool to see them come to life, if you may. And just, just seeing them pop up gets me excited because we're heading to Disney World in May. And we are very excited to uh, visit Flower and Garden and see the topiaries. I will be taking a lot of photos because yeah, they're just, just beautiful. They look really, really beautiful. I love them. And I feel like Encanto is such a colorful movie. So it's like perfect to do for Flower and Garden because I think that one of the like most beautiful things about like flowers and plants is just sometimes there's colors that you just can't even imagine are like natural colors that grow like this for real. And so they, I feel like they do a good job of showcasing really nice plants that are colorful. So I think it looks really beautiful. Yeah, Disney does not mess around with topiaries. Matt, do you like, do you like it in the parks during the like Flower and Garden? I, I know. Oh, yeah. You know, what's funny is that when I was younger, um, during like Flower and Garden, I had no idea about like any festivals. I just thought Epcot was always Epcot. I didn't really think about the festivals. And I thought like the flowers was like a year round thing. And like one day or like, yeah, like well, I guess like when I got older, I was like, oh, like where are the flowers at? And then that was when I found out about the festivals. Yeah. Like your memory, you just thought they were yeah. always. <laughs> yeah. Specifically that part um, right by Figment, um, right by the monorail or underneath the monorail. Um, where it has that that hole around like the the lake where it has like that whole area of just bright colorful flowers 
like just that specific area like mm-hmm. i thought that i thought yeah. that area was like year-round flowers i always take a, i always take a shot of that yeah uh, but yeah it's 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 a very iconic view having that monorail go across with the monorail on it and then the flower and then you can see in the distance you can still see uh spaceship earth which is which is pretty cool all right and let's switch gears and we're gonna check out the fit of the week everything that i do in life is supreme shoes supreme shirt supreme taco bell supreme every week we pick a post that we were tagged or where the hashtag kicks the castle is used and this week it is hype beast pat in art of animation uh rocking scar inspired nike by you blazer low and a lion king t yeah yeah that one's I feel like dope. he um, always has amazing outfits though he does yeah i've only recently in the last few months started to see like his stuff pop up and i just be like wow i wish i could pull that off <laughs> yeah but, the, the blazers are hell dope. Super dope again corduroy uh <laughs> this episode is full of corduroy but you yeah did it for me are... did it for me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah super dope fit i mean goes perfect in the boneyard art of animation so yeah so be sure to use the hashtag kicks of the castle and be sure to tag us for a feature in your disney fit picks in the park or not next we're gonna do our land versus world let's get ready to rumble Each week, we pick a landmark or aspect from Walt Disney World and Disneyland and decide which park is better. This week, we're talking about hype releases based on the viral video that we had just spoken about earlier in the pod. We all know that each park has their own quote unquote hype releases, either it be a popcorn bucket or maybe a limited edition uh, piece of apparel. Uh, so maybe Ruby, maybe you can speak a little bit about Disneyland. Yeah. So, um, I, I find that like, honestly, it doesn't usually seem to be too much of a problem here at Disneyland. I think sometimes the lines can get pretty long. So for example, when they had the Christmas popcorn buckets that like were moving, like I went on the first day that those launched and the lines was like crazy long for it, but everyone I know that wanted one ended up getting them. And so I feel like there hasn't been anything that's come out at Disneyland that like I wasn't able to get my hands on or have someone else grab for me. I do know that in some of the like shops and stuff or restaurants even where they have some of the like special stuff that's coming out. So for Disney 100, for example, Like they'll also do a pretty good job of like separating. So some of the restaurants, right, they'll have certain things that are only in that restaurant. And instead of like making people wait in the food line and like blending that and causing people who want food to get backed up, they'll let you like do your order on the side for merch stuff. So, I mean, I feel like they handle it pretty well at Disneyland, which is good because obviously we're smaller. So it could get, it could create like other problems. I feel like if they didn't handle it well. But yeah, I mean, I haven't really seen people going nuts, like ripping stuff off shelves or anything like that. At least I haven't seen that. That has not been my experience. Yeah, I feel like now, like, because Disney World used to like never get any hype releases or like anything that's like worth like, I guess, waiting a long line for. Um, Because I know like Disneyland, they would come out with like, like you'd always see like people, oh, I waited this long for the i don't know steamboat willie popcorn bucket or or like 
the Harold uh, Funko Pop um, or something like that. Like Disney World never really had that until I want to say, I, I would say that the hype really built up when the Figment popcorn, popcorn bucket came out because that line was crazy. Like started all the way, I think it was from not by Figment, but it was near there. And it went, the line went all the way from there all the way to Test Track. Like if you've never been to Disney World, that is a very, very far walk. Very far. And uh, I mean, and then I guess like going towards the video too, like, like it, it's just crazy to see like how Disney, even like Starbucks cups too. Like I've seen um, videos where like people not really like fighting, but like, like people are like running up and getting these things like off the shelves and compared to Disneyland, I feel like Disneyland does when it comes to like hype releases, they are a little bit more organized as far as like setting up lines and stuff when they know it's going to be like crazy. And with like lines, I feel like Disney world is just starting to like catch on. Cause I mean, they get like mobile orders Um, they started to do like mobile orders for like things like that. But I mean, which one is better? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one is has it better. I would say, but maybe Disney World because we have. Do you guys have mobile order for some items? I think they started to use mobile order for some items. I haven't personally used that because I'm not. I think it's mostly with like popcorn bucket type stuff. Yeah. Um, which I I don't usually buy popcorn buckets. I mean, I have Mater, but like Bill got that for me. Um, that was great. That was so cool. Yeah. When I saw you guys got it, I'm just like, oh, it's so freaking dope. Yeah, like oh. I love that just because I love Mater so much. I don't care that it's a popcorn bucket. But yeah, I feel like they have it now for some stuff. What I will say, though, is I feel like they do a pretty good job of also having things in multiple locations, which can help to like disperse. Oh people as well so like usually if you ask them like where else can i get this they'll usually tell you like two or three places that they they might have them so i've had success with that as well like if something's really like crowded and i've asked the people they're like oh you can go over here and and a lot of times like they'll have something in dca and in disneyland depending on what it is and so sometimes that has like worked well for me to go and like find something else I feel like that's better because at Disney World, like from what I've seen, like when it comes to like a hype release, there's literally only one spot. And I think that's where the problem is because that's yeah. obviously that's going to build a line and that's when people go crazy because it's only in one spot. But yeah, that's makes it even better because when it's spread out, it doesn't cause like a long line and people not having to wait. I feel like they just have to from like a space perspective. Like yeah. I said, the Christmas bucket one, that line was like mad long. I was like, what is this? I thought people were lining up to take photos. And then I was like, oh no, I forgot today the bucket comes out. But that was like literally right when it came out in the morning. So I felt like by later in the day, it wasn't even, I don't know if they were out maybe by then, but it, it didn't seem to be as much of a problem. And before I give my opinion, can we all laugh a little bit about the Figment popcorn bucket being re-released again this year and all the people that bought a bunch of them and then resold them and the people that bought them for a very expensive amount or for a lot of money knowing that they were going to re-release it the next year and they're sitting. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for the people who bought them. Yeah, people that but, bought them, yes. But like, I don't feel bad for anyone who bought a bunch of them and then didn't end up being able to sell them for a bunch because yeah. that's just like 
What are you doing? It's man? what we talked about. Like we just talked about it, right? They didn't care what they're grabbing for the bag, right? Yeah. We're just like, yep, I'm just gonna grab two or three and walk away. And it's like for this for the figment ones, like, oh I'm gonna and line. I'm gonna go two, three days in a row and I'm gonna grab like four or five of them and I'm gonna resell them. And the people that were stuck for them, it's kind of comical to be honest. Like when I saw I them can't, like I'm not like when you look back at your time. Was that worth your time in a park that you paid a no. lot of money to go to to like stand just to like buy 10 of a bucket that you don't even care about? Like, was that six, I just feel six like hours? That, that is it, not crazy. I value my time too much for that kind of nonsense. Now, I will say, I think it's going to be a clean sleep for uh, Disneyland. I'll just say that right away for this because I based it off of two things. So, one of them was like, what we were talking about, like how organized it was. And based on what Ruby's saying, having multiple multiple locations, again, probably due to size, just a really smart way to handle those type of releases. So you don't have to worry about sitting in a ridiculous line in one spot by dispersing it. They don't have mobile order, which is obviously a knock against it, it sounds like. And it's advantage. Well, I, I don't want to totally say they don't because they might. Okay. I don't. I think, I feel like John said they did for certain ones, but I'm not. 100%. Okay. But for me, I find that Disneyland has better relations for a lot of things. Like, like Disney World didn't get Mater, right? Didn't get Mater. No. It makes sense because Cars is, is there. I get it. But well, we got Toad, which you made get Toad. I know. No sense. I know. I know. <laughs> Literally made zero sense. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Like the merch I see the Disneyland get sometimes. Like I'm thinking of apparel more than I am like popcorn bucket type things i'm seeing i'm like some of the apparel i'm just like, like i like spirit jerseys and i see some spirit jerseys and be like man i want that one but it's not at Walt disney world when i go and it's like, like yes like do you guys get the vault collection like like disney world does or no okay so i guess that's that's i guess that's more of like a disney world thing which i guess goes towards that but i don't know i feel like disneyland gets a lot of apparel that i want more than disney world but so i'm gonna base it off of that again i haven't been to disneyland but based on what you're saying ruby you sold me you sold me to say hyper loose or better right. disneyland. <laughs> john see when you have peace in the in the pod <laughs> and sway james to, to vote for disneyland <laughs> i will say this is like maybe to disrupt the piece a little bit but to your point of disneyland gets better merch apparel merch i also think that disneyland people just people that go to disneyland just dress better and have more style so i feel like I agree. the merch like just kind of it's it sells because people are a little bit more fashion forward. And I don't mean that as a dig that's to say that like, obviously you guys are fashionable dudes. I get it like, though. Yeah, just like for the the ratios, I would say. The ratio of people who go to Disneyland just dressed really well, I think contributes to them like making sure to have merch that those people are gonna wanna buy. All right, so let's move to uh, Trips and Drips. catch up on the proper property now i'm gonna restart that uh this is part of the show where we talk about most recent trips uh and what we were to the park so maybe well who wants to start who's been in the parks recently ruby or matt i'll go first because i didn't go this week <laughs> um 
Yeah, I was doing a lot of um, house stuff and I guess editing the podcast all last week. So, but I will be going this weekend, check out Flower and Garden. And hopefully next week before the show, uh, next Wednesday, or before we record, I'm trying to hit up Flower and Garden again. So, but yeah, next week, you guys, uh, I'll report back for some Flower and Garden news. Got us. <laughs> I did go to the park. I met up with Adrian and his family. So it's his birthday last week. Happy belated birthday to Adrian. I think it was also Chapa's birthday. So happy belated birthday to everyone who had a birthday recently. But Adrian usually comes down with his family. He brought his mom this time. So that was cool. I got to meet her. And then another friend of ours, Tan, her kids came. So it was like a big ass group of us, eight of us for most of the day. And then um, ice cream from the discord met up with us also uh for a little bit so there ended up being like 10 of us at one point which being in a group of 10 at disneyland is really challenging like if you want to grab a table to eat or anything like that that's i had normally not with a group that big but we had a really great time despite it being cold and rainy weather here in socal has been really cold and rainy lately so uh the last couple of times i've been to the park it's been dealing with weather challenges but still having a great time i wore my 3m night jogger adidas which are from like a few years ago probably most people don't even know what they are or like them or anything but they were actually really good for rain so yeah i like wearing those in the rain because they they actually have good traction so yeah they're super comfy and maybe some people think i say everything is too comfy but those ones <laughs> really are very comfortable and then i finally dressed appropriately because i never dress appropriately for cold weather and i'm always cold so i wore some leggings under some essential sweatpants and then like a long sleeve under a sweatshirt and a little light jacket over that so i felt really cozy all day even though it was really it was that cold yeah it's dang cold. what's what's in cold some what's cold ruby i don't know it's like 45 50. um so yeah i don't know what's going on with the weather around here but it would be great if i could get some sunshine back because i feel like i got scammed and this is not what i signed up for when i moved to southern california <laughs> i don't know what's going on my pool keeps wanting to overflow i'm not about it <laughs> But yeah, it was a great trip. So had good times. I felt a little bummed for them because since the weather was bad, uh, they were they were there a few days and they were going to do fireworks on Friday, but they got canceled because of the weather. Also, because of the weather, the park has been closing a little bit early. So that's how you know the weather is bad, that they're making the decision to close a little bit early. But yeah, had some good food, ate at Flo's, had some food at Pim's earlier in the day. And yeah, all around good day. Always good to catch up with friends when they come into town. And then I'm excited this weekend, we have our reservations for Lamplight Lounge. So it's going to be John and his wife, myself and Luigi, Phil and Ashley's wife. So, so it should be good. We're going for dinner. So hopefully be able to see some good world of color and report back on that next week. James, when are you going back to the parks? I don't know if I talked about it last time or not. I feel bad if I'm going to repeat it, but um, yeah, so we leave. Uh, so we're driving down again. Yes, from Canada. It's actually, yeah, where I live, it's actually shorter than John or Ruby driving to Disney World, just to let you know. But, uh, but yeah, so we are driving down and we are hitting a Disney cruise first a five night cruise. 
out of Miami. So we're leaving out of Miami and then we're, I don't even remember we're stopping. Where are we stopping? I don't care. We're just excited to go on the, on the Disney cruise because Kate went when she was a kid and she said how important it was to bring the kids on, on a Disney cruise. We love crew. We actually really love cruising. Prior to the pandemic, we actually uh, had been on five or six Royal Caribbean cruises prior. So yeah, we're, we're big fans of, of cruising mainly because the ships are just amazing. Uh, to be on, to have a, like to the, our love of Disney. Like we always used to go to Disney and then we also have enough money to go on a cruise, which is kind of nice. Um, and yeah, so we're excited to, to, to head on that. And yeah, there's some, there's some special nights that the kids get to dress up. There's like a pirate night. So we're really excited about that. Um, and yeah, just experience it. They have that like a water slide that's like goes around the ship like on the outside and it's all clear super cool like and you're in like a tube I forget what it's called but uh super excited about that and then right after we will be driving to get off the ship and we drive to disney world and we stay for a week and yeah so we've we've already planned well we haven't it's 60 it's like 62 days out or something from when we arrive in disney world so we've got like everything except for our dining books basically can't can't do it until 30 days out uh we're hoping this time that we can hit Topolino's terrace um for breakfast because we wanted to do that last time but we couldn't get a booking. I was up at the correct time and it sold out pretty quick. Um, I was talking to Lawrence a few months back and, and he went and I'm like, how the heck did you get a spot? And he said, you know, they just went there like at like seven or eight a.m. in the morning and just said, hey, here's her on the list. And they just waited around for an hour or so around Riviera and they got a spot. So I'm thinking we're going to try and do that if we can't get a reservation. And I know Chris Catalonia is going to love this, but the park that we are skipping is Hollywood Studios because it was our least favorite day last time. We are staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge for the first time. So we are super excited about that because that's, yeah, it's got the Savannah and for anyone and I, and I'm not singling out John because we've talked, talked about this before. You gotta go to Animal Kingdom Lodge just to go and experience it. If you haven't just take a bus over, not necessarily from Animal Kingdom, but, uh, head over there. We love heading over there for, for lunch usually, uh, on some days where it's, uh, Sanaa. Sanaa's in, my, in our opinion is, is the best restaurant in, on Disney property. Yeah. That's, that's, that's in our opinion, but yeah, we're really excited to be staying there just it's just a, such a beautiful place to be it's it's really quiet which you don't get at a lot of the resorts unfortunately just because there's there's always something else around it but yeah because the savannah is there it's it's very quiet resort to just walk around and uh relax a bit um but uh yeah say you know my, how much my favorite to think about all of this because it's so large and overwhelming and this is why disneyland is superior because there's not as much stress in all of this so 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 that's the thing right like and and obviously i think we've talked about it before but like for me and my like for me and my wife we are planners so we love this stuff and but we're not to the planning point that like if something doesn't work out that we like fall apart we're just like yeah there's it's disney world we have a billion other things that we could do at the same time i think i think it's just so this time we're doing we usually book a uh yeah we usually book i guess a down restaurant uh on our park days this time we've decided we're not going to at all um because last time especially magic kingdom uh we 
we didn't get to do a lot of our favorite rides and and my wife was pretty upset because she didn't get to ride space mountain or sorry not space mountain splash mountain and i did and uh and that's her favorite ride now that being said we are we are very excited for tiana like to to be taking that over my daughter loves tiana like she loves princess and the frog so it's, it's kind of like a we're excited because by that time all of us will be able to ride it together so it'll be really special for us at that point and i think i got haste for this last time but people movers one of my favorite rides and we didn't do it because there's just so many other things we had to do it's gonna be fun we'll have to catch up after for sure yeah so let's go to the herbs plant-based option of the week i ain't needing no beef no beef because you know that i'm a vegan Every week, Ruby will make a plant-based selection for those who are looking for some in-park food options for those who are vegan. All right. I am stoked. So the Food and Wine Festival starts March 3rd in Disneyland. And Paradise Garden Grill has been closed for a couple of weeks. I don't know why, but they're reopening it up. And they usually have some options there that you can do with Sip and Savor or that you can get full portions of. But it looks like for all of their options that they're going to have there, they are all plant-based is what it says. I'm a little sus on some of this because it says <laughs> like, they have a bulgogi fried rice and it says with egg. It doesn't say what the bulgogi is made of. It looks like it could be like jackfruit maybe or something mushroom. else. Um, maybe mushroom. And maybe they're using like just egg as the plant-based egg. But everything they have. So they have a torta de chilaquiles, which I love chilaquiles. And like turning breakfast foods into sandwiches is amazing. Bulgogi fried rice, impossible gyro fries. Last year they had the impossible gyro on like a pita flatbread. That was one of my favorite things. And then uh, John would be particularly excited for this buffalo mac and cheese topped with roasted buffalo cauliflower. <laughs> that one sounds really good also. And if it's plant-based, I'm super excited because it says mac and cheese and usually I cannot enjoy the mac and cheese stuff because it's just too dairy heavy. And then a peach blueberry cobbler. So like I said, this sounds like a lot of plant-based options and a lot of stuff that is not typically plant-based like cheeses, ranches, eggs so i'm gonna check this weekend when i'm there to validate but if if these are truly all plant-based offerings i will definitely be giving all of them a try so yeah i think check out the pictures they look pretty good but i'm pretty excited about how many like interesting plant-based options they have they're still using impossible for stuff but it sounds like they're using like a lot of different ingredients to make things really like flavorful or unique dishes versus just like an impossible burger so or impossible meatballs on a pasta which is fine like that stuff is good but it's it's nice to see them doing something a little more creative with it so check it out if you're there and i will report back next week um on what i find out so uh next up we're gonna do something a little bit different uh we we've been scrolling through the discord and saw a post of someone's opinion on Tron and how they thought it was the worst ride in the last 10 years. And there was some banter back and forth about kind of the opinions of these so-called influencers or Disney elite that that seem to have popularity in their their opinions kind of surface to the top. So we're going to talk a little bit about our opinion on 
either these Disney YouTubers that have a lot of influence or uh, those on Instagram that seem to have a lot of following that brings their opinions to the top and kind of what do you guys think about that? So uh, Matt or James, what do y'all think about this whole kind of fandom around some of these Disney influencers, if you will? I mean, when it comes to like, like people's opinions, like everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But like, if someone's gonna like bash a ride and I haven't been on the ride yet, I'm still gonna go on the ride regardless. Like, I don't care what they say, but I did see a comment that someone posted in Discord. I guess like when they post stuff like this, it is kind of like for their like following or like their fans or whatever. Um, it is kind of like a like a living like vicariously um, through that person. So it's like the people follow that person for a reason. They enjoy their content um, regardless. So they're gonna follow them um, either if they like it or not. They just like to watch whatever that they put on their page. Um, like for me, I mean, some people like the stuff that I put out, but I feel like I don't really put opinionated stuff on my page just because I don't know. I don't put anything negative on my page actually, um, unless it's positive. I always keep my page positive. So like, yeah, like when it comes to like negative stuff, like I kind of keep that stuff to myself. Um, unless someone asks me, like usually some people are like, oh, how's the ride, blah, blah, blah. Then that's when I tell them like, oh wait, yeah, it's like for Tron, for example, like um, I didn't really say like, oh, it's short or whatever, unless someone asked me like, hey, how was the ride? I'm like, oh yeah, it's, it's good, but it was kind of short. I know yeah. James, you follow a lot of YouTubers. Um, yeah, so like it's interesting you bring that up because I don't like it's a turn off to me for the people that are like, let's say clickbait or just heavily opinionated about something just to be opinionated about it to gain clout per se, right? It's like like the one that that came up in the in the Discord was like this I'd never heard of the person, but it was like, oh, worst ride. And it's like, oh, we out here. And it's like, wait. So like you contradict yourself, you're crazy opinionated about something and it's like, it's backfiring on you versus the brand that you're trying to support, but you don't care because your followers grew because you said X thing about it. And people are like, oh, I want to hear this person's opinion. And yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like a long time ago, like before YouTube and all that, like when we think of like celebrities and stuff and you know, as a kid and as a teen, you're like, oh, I want to meet these people. Oh, and you treat them like a god type of thing, right? It's like, oh, I want to, I can't wait to meet them. But you realize they're just a, a person, right? They're a very popular person, but like, they're just another person. Like most of the things that happen, but like, maybe I sound old saying this, but like, Insta like Instagram and YouTubers that are like influencers and people that get, I don't know, people that get starstruck by them, it's like, they are, if anything, they they don't have the talent that even an actor has, right? Like they, like maybe it is, maybe it is an act, but like they're the worst actors. They can't, there's no way they're gonna be going on TV acting the way they do or, or in a movie. It's like, maybe I'm taking out of John's book where it's like the grind my gears. Like, it's just like, I don't understand how like some of these people get popular for just being, I hate to say it, assholes, right? It's just like, I look at it like the, the ones I follow are very positive, like Matt said, right? Like there's Paging Mr. Morrow. So if anyone that's down in Florida, you, you either have seen him or you've definitely heard of him. He's like probably the nicest person you'll ever see or hear on a YouTube channel. The guy has like zero negative things. If it's something he doesn't like, he just says, oh, it's not my cup of tea. And like, he'll just kind of like push it and go to something else that he prefers, right? But it's like, 
you don't have to be negative about everything. You can say your opinion, say, oh, I don't prefer it. This isn't my favorite and then move on and just say like, oh, but I love this. And it's, and same with um, Mammoth Club, which is like, it's Molly that used to be with uh, allears.net. She was kind of like the face and then she ended up going on her own and been really successful. But the reason why she's successful is because she's so happy, charismatic, right? Like you want, she draws you in and the way she speaks and she's just a happy person. She goes on a ride and she's videoing her ride and all she laughs the entire ride. And like, if you hear, like if you watch the video the first time, like, oh, this person's like clearly fake laughing, but then it's every video and you realize just how genuine, she's just having a good time. And it's like, to me, those are the influencers that are influencers that like, I, I do listen to more because it's like, they're being positive about everything. You know what I mean? Like you have to go into it and it's like, there are some things they don't prefer, but they just, don't bash it, if that makes sense. They just say, hey, you may like this, I don't like it, or I don't prefer it, but maybe you do. Definitely still try it. And it's like, I think it comes down to the to the positivity aspect for me. It's like, now again, I'm not gonna be starstruck if I saw them, like maybe I'd be like, oh my goodness, that's so-and-so over there. I'm probably not gonna go up to them. I'll probably just like, unless they're like right in front of me in line and say, oh, I watch your videos. But to take it to that next level and listen to like, these negative comments and going like, based on that guy, random guy saying Tron sucks. Okay, well, to that person it does, but you know, like I know, John does not like Sean Weatherspoon, <laughs> Adidas. We've had lengthy conversations about it. Do I care? No. Are John and I still friends? Yes. But it's like, it's my, it's my opinion. Like I really, I like this and most people don't. <laughs> Right, sneakers. Right, <laughs> sneakers is a good a good reason, right? Like it's like we all have our different viewpoints, but like just because someone says it sucks doesn't mean it sucks for you. A little bit of a rant, I know, but I I do love I you do needed love someone to rant today because John wasn't here, so you did your job. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I, I, is, I, you, I definitely like appreciate the people who can keep more positivity and i actually don't really mind some of the like constructive things that people say because there's nothing worse than like someone gassing something up and then you go and have it you're like yo this totally sucked i i don't mind like the whole like influencer category like whatever get your bag like if you can like make money off of going to disney or making youtube videos about disney like good on you for that the part that's like weird to me is like the fandom of that. So like for Disney 100, there's like a couple that's a YouTube couple. And like the fact that like it was already crowded that day and there's like a congregation of people in line to like take a picture with these people or like other, I guess, influencers. I don't know who these people are, but apparently they have strong Instagram following or whatever. And people like tapping them in a store like, oh my God, can I take a picture with you? And I'm like, who is this person? Like, is this Brad Pitt? Like, yo, United Ken, is this you? Like, who are we taking a picture yeah. of? Like, this looks like some teenager that lives in SoCal that was like skateboarded over here. Like, I think that part is weird. Like you're standing in line to take a picture with some YouTube people when like Mickey is around the corner in his sweet ass 100 nice suit. And this is the line you're standing in. Like that kind of fandom to me around like influencer culture is pretty strange and I don't really get it. Like I appreciate people who make YouTubes cause I find them informative. And like, sometimes you just want to know what's going on, especially 
I feel like if you're not able to go to the parks all the time and you're like going to go and you're going to spend time there, it's like, it's great to like hear people who are going and saying like, hey, you might want to check this out. Like this wasn't my cup of tea. If you don't like this kind of stuff, don't waste your time. If you, if you do like that kind of stuff, disregard what I'm saying. Like, I think all that stuff is valuable and I'm glad that there is a space for it. I just feel like a lot of these people get really like gassed up about it and they now like feel like they're the authority of or like what is like cool at Disney and what isn't. And that to me is kind of like, it just for me, it ain't it. Like I'm not, I like following like Matt's content cause it's funny. Like he has content that is funny. It, it's like relatable to people who like going to the park. It's genuine. I think that's a big part of it as well. Like a lot of this other like content I'm seeing is like, doesn't feel genuine. And then like, all right, I'm like a Real Housewives trash TV girl. Catch me on every Real Housewives. I like- Perfect match, perfect match on Netflix. Any of that trash TV, I'm down. Love is blind. These people are wackos. I'm here to watch it. But I hear that there's like even Reddit threads dedicated to like, Disney influencer drama in Cheesemate. And I'm like, what? Yep. Like, how, did, like, that is such a level of like weird fandom that like there's Reddit threads dedicated to these random Disney people on Instagram. And they're like, I was, I was like blown away when I heard that. I was like, no, I go on Reddit to read about like, what are the real housewives of Potomac pop off on this week? And why are they <laughs> this random Disney chick? Like, what? Like, this is so crazy. So, I don't know. I think it's an interesting thought. I'd love to know what like other people in the community and the discord think, but yeah, it's, it's just an interesting thing. The whole like influencers and the impact they have on like people's opinions in the park. Yeah, it makes you want to go on Reddit right now and search my handle to see if people are talking about. I mean, I think they did mention us for the canoes. So I, we made it. Oh, Apparently, really? They're, they're like, who are these random people with these like canoes and <laughs> the brother from Hannah Montana in it? And like, it's not going away. Why don't they chill? And I was like, damn, bro, we were just trying to celebrate canoes. Like, why are you coming for us? <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. So I guess I guess hmm. we're those influencers now, and we landed on the on the subreddit. <laughs> Interesting topic. Anyways, I. Uh, I think it's cool that everyone in the Discord is like, yeah, people can have their opinions, but I'm still going to do what I want to do. Mm, I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, it, it goes the same way as sneakers, right? In the same way. Got to buy what you like yep. at the end of the day. Disney, do we like, we, you know, we can, I have friends that ask what to do. They usually don't listen. But like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, just some crazy Disney person. Well, you asked me what to do and then you didn't do, and you said you didn't have a good time because you didn't listen. Right? Don't go that far. <laughs> Listen to the planning aspects of these channels. <laughs> don't, but if someone says don't go to that, uh, maybe test it out still, but it's funny. <laughs> we, we, we live, uh, yeah, but living up, living, cause we live in Canada. We're just outside of Toronto, but we live vicariously through the YouTubers like that we, that we do watch Lena. I think it's four or five times a week. Both, both of them release like, uh, content. And like, so Mr. Morrow goes to the parks like every single time. So it's kind of cool to have him walk around and like, you know, it's cause we don't live near the parks. It, it, that's, that's how we, that's why we enjoy like, like Disney YouTuber and 
like ordinary ventures out, out west, right? Where it's like, okay, well, I haven't been to Disneyland, but they go to Disneyland quite often. And uh, yeah. All right. Oh, all right. Uh, I guess it's, <clears throat> oh, you're going to edit. All right. Uh, thank you again to everyone listening. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a review for us. Uh, check out the YouTube. Join us in the Discord. Don't forget to DM us if you want to join. Uh, we are Kicks of the Castle, and you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, don't forget to tag us. Use hashtag Kicks of the Castle. My name is James. You can find me at JamesBWill2 on Instagram and every other week uh, doing sneaker recess on Instagram. Matt, how can they listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at the Disney Hype Beast. And Ruby, where can they find you? Y'all can find me on Instagram at Rubes, R-O-O-B-S-S. And we're Kicks of the Castle. And have a good evening, night, morning, whenever you're listening to this. And have a magical day. Peace. You also forgot John. You can follow him at The Weekends with Walt. <laughs> you're going to have to edit that. And you can find John at Weekends with Walt on Instagram. Thank you everyone for joining us and have a magical evening, day, morning, whatever it is. Peace. Peace. You're gonna have to edit that. Wow. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> it's not on there. It's not on the freaking thing. <laughs>